All right. The bottom line bombs on the sports game podcast network is brought to you by shady rays. SGPN is teaming up with Shady Ray for Shady May. Get 50% off your Shady Rays using promo code SGPN. Then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash Shady for your chance to win $500. We're also brought to you by Edge Boost. Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash Edge to get started today. Let's start it with... Boosting this theme song, which we have the rights to. That's why it's not that really exciting. Yes. Love that. Welcome to the (laughs) sudden stop to the song, uh, to the bottom line bombs. I am CJ Sullivan, your host of the show. The man in the box. Might as well play that thing, too. That's what I learned about a lot of radio shows. They, they play uh, they play a lot of sound bites that go with things that they say. I have, like, the one quick top five-second thing. Then I got to talk. Me. It's just me talking in this box to you. Giving out picks with bits for tobacco use only. And finding the narrative in the fun times. We, uh, we give out winners. It's not just all laughs around here. <laughs> laughs by me by me for me i'm the original fubu of uh for comedy um just the thing with the box i really have no idea what the uh what's going on with the audience we're starting a little late to 1 30 pacific usually it's noon usually it's live noon mondays and wednesdays this is wednesday may 17th please <clears throat> remember it will be noon Three o'clock Eastern. We're starting a little late because I joined the Mothership Show to talk hockey. They wanted my Ice Dog System plays, which, if you've been following, bottom line bombs are amazing. Ten and two, ten and two during the NHL playoffs, and not just that. The last two bottom line bomb shows, my picks, the bombs have been ten and two. Pretty amazing. We went three and one our last episode, seven and one before that, so ten and two. We had. Uh, Nuggets minus five and a half. That got that got lucky. That hit by one by six. Even though Jokic missed a free throw, hit the over. That was no problem. <clears throat> and uh, we had Dallas game seven, but it did not go over. That was our only loss. Five and a half. No problem. No problem. The go ten and two. That's fine. Bob it says insane. Welcome to the chat. Welcome everyone who comes into YouTube. Oh, matter of fact, I should uh, I should retweet the. Uh, What's happening there? From the SGPN, that's what they do. If I got a favorite, I should do that and retweet. But I want you to join the YouTube. See, I like the YouTube link. That's what I like doing. Because that way you can join the comments, like Insano. So today I'll give out, there's uh, more NBA and NHL bombs. That's what we've been doing consistently with. Um, let's see, there's the hockey down to the final four that starts tomorrow and Friday. So I'll give out those and some series plays uh, basketball. There's one tonight and then one again, Lakers again tomorrow. We'll get into that. Um, last night before we get to the games, we got to talk, I got to talk about that uh, draft lottery that NBA did last night. How ridiculous that was. <laughs> the, they, I mean, I get, they want to make everything a show. They, they, so over what we think is content. It's just so 
not contact. They don't even show the ping pong balls anymore. For fuck's sakes. It was the one thing. I don't mean to curse so openly, but uh, that early. I, I don't mind curse. That's that early. But if you're going to do the lottery thing for the NBA lottery, show us the goddamn ping pong balls. Now it's just like that. Now it's 30 minutes of not or an hour of nothingness. Then they come out and they're doing interviews and it's like, then they just announce teams. And they have the guy, they have to quietly cheer the guy and Ben Wallace and some fun people. Um, it was all for Victor Wenbayama. Wenbayama, the number one prospect of all time. His French seven foot five. And how could that possibly go wrong? But ESPN sent Brian Windshorst to France. They flew him to France so he could interview Wenbayama for 20 seconds. That was a very important interview that he got that in there. There we are. I'm with them. I flew. Yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, Disney just fired 7,000 employees. They had to give Pat McAfee half a billion dollars and they had to fly Windhorse to France. I bet Windhorse was crammed into crammed into a coach class in there. Yeah, Wendy, just go to France. Don't you get a goddamn croissant? You interview Wimby at three in the morning. Dirt his time. Make sure him and his family are up so he knows he's going to San Antonio. <laughs> that is a good call. And Sano says, it is just like the regular NBA. All you had to do was tune in for the last five minutes. I I did not watch the rest of, out of uh, principle, and I felt good about myself, but I did watch the last five minutes when they finally announced the um, winner. And so uh, everyone was, when I got on Twitter late night, after going out and said, the NBA is rigged. I'm like, oh, something happened with the Laker game. And no, it was about the Spurs winning uh, the number one pick, which uh, they did again. So, you know, they've had Tim Duncan and Dave Robinson out in Biana, Wembyana, Wemby, how's it called? Wemby. I'll say this. They, they should rig the draft. The NBA knows what they're doing. I just like blast that first blast. Uh, yeah, rig it. Make him go to San Antonio. Uh, you want to protect him. If he's the number one you know, prospect of all time, you he's going to be your league, the face of your league, or you know, an opportunity to be it. Control where he goes. It's a show. Yeah, you're damn right it's rigged. And San Antonio is perfect for him. We got Popovich who does, deals with European. You know what? And San Antonio is the perfect town. Because the problem with the modern day NBA, as far as fans go, is players leave and go where they want to go. They have control, which is a good thing, but it's also bad for the fans because now you just have to have an exciting enough city for players to want to live in. So, like when LeBron left Cleveland to go to Miami, he wanted to go live in Miami. Well, I, I can't blame him, you know? That's right. I, I, I had tons of LeBron fans or Cavalier fans. This is when he, before he came back, obviously, when they hated him, when they were burning his jerseys. They're like, I can't believe he left Cleveland. Like, you, you left Cleveland for a $50,000 job at Arthur Anderson. You left for, you know, $200 million to go to Miami. And it's, what, what do you want him to do? But the point is, so it's tough for these cities to compete. So you need to, so when you got to, 
So the Spurs, the reason why they've had a dynasty, and they're a dull city, but they're genius. They go with the international players and players that are kind of boring, either a boring player like Tim Duncan or international players like Ginobili and Tony Parker, and now we're going to Webiana, Wemby, who just don't know any better. They think this is America. They think, they think the river walk is exciting. Like, ah, oh, America's pretty nice. Yeah, it's not. But just don't tell anybody. Don't tell him that, <laughs> you know, New York City and Brooklyn exist. Don't tell him about, uh, don't tell him about the Lakers. Or they know about the Lakers. Just tell, tell him San Antonio is as exciting as it gets. So hopefully, I don't know what it is. So, yeah. What, what, what's the other options? You want, you want Michael Jordan to get him? You got to take Popovich over Jordan because then if he goes, <laughs> Jordan will fucking ruin his career. So he did a Kwame Brown. He'll just berate him for not being as good as him. You can't have Jordan yell at this kid for a couple of years. Oh, great. Yeah, this was fun. Why did I leave pro ball over in Europe? And Sano says the, the lottery is not rigged. Knicks fan to denial since the 85. That was the best one that when the Knicks, they gave Patrick Ewing to the Knicks and they had a freezing cold envelope. <laughs> I like good old fashioned uh, chicanery when it comes to that. All right. Now this one, <laughs> this one envelope is going to be frozen in ice. Okay. So if you don't get blisters from it and frostbite, just announce it and act like you feel the pain. And that's exactly what happened. Um, so, yeah, I agree with them rigging. They should rig it because Michael Jordan will kill this kid. Like, he kills every fucking rookie. He kills anyone that's not him because he's a sociopath. All our greatest players are sociopaths. They can't, they can't, they don't, they can't coach or teach other people. Popovich can teach somebody. So, I agree with it. So, good for Wemby to go into a dull place like San Antonio where maybe he'll hang around for 10 years there because he doesn't know any better. He doesn't know that America uh, actually has fun places for a young millionaire. Enjoy the uh, Riverwalk. So, another rigged thing works again for the TV show that is the NBA. <laughs> that song is amazing. That song, of course. Uh, conducted or created by the great Peter Tosh, the reggae legend. No, it was not, but I like saying things like that instead of Daniel Tosh. Uh, anyway, um, let me tell you about Edge Boost though, real quick. SGPN is excited to announce. Hold on, let me write down the times. An exclusive early access partnership with Edge Boost, the world's first bet now, pay later Visa card. <laughs> that sounds okay. Uh, similar to buy now, pay later programs at a firm and after play. Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest and pay back the advance over four equal weekly installments. That's right, 0% interest. Simply deposit funds into your account and Edge Boost will match the deposit so you can use two times the funds on any legal sports betting site. Edge currently offers up to $2,500 in advance as you build a repayment history. Oh, my God. My edge double down play of the day is... This is why I was supposed to say a double dog. Well, I haven't given it out yet. Um, all right. I might as well get in. Might as well get into it. Um, well, if we're going to go for a huge dog that you can double up. Is that what it is? 
How about the Miami Heat in six at 10 to one? Then you double that for 20 to one? Fuck it. That's my edge down, boost double down play of the day. Hell, you don't have to pay it anyway. Why not? You might as well swing for defenses. With this special offer, the first 500 SGPN users will start at a $1,000 advance limit, and the next 2,500 users will start at $500. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash edge to sign up today. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash edge. Must be 21 years or older. Only valid in legal gambling states. Problem gambling. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You don't have a problem, gambler. Uh, that's not a problem, is it? Bet now, pay later. Isn't that how every bookie works? My God. But anyway, this is the world we live in now. Yeah. Just watch yourself with that kind of stuff. <laughs> They're giving you credit. They act like it's a credit card. Oh, man. It certainly is. Anyway. Let's get into the NBA bomb. Like I said, we have NBA bombs, NHL bombs, and uh, Man in a Box, which will be coming on later. About uh, last time was about guns and Ja, Mor- ja Morant, so I'll, I'll tone it down a little bit. Now it's just about traffic signals and street names. But anyway, let's get into the NBA. We have uh, Boston and Miami is tonight. That's the second. That's the second. Uh, Series last night was Denver Lakers. I'll get into that in a bit. This is a this is a series that I won't talk about it. It's not as exciting. Miami's an eight seed, and then you have these Celtics who they sh- the Celtics are hilarious. They are they are either the greatest team you've ever seen, or a D a G League team that just doesn't care. Just a disinterested summer league exhibition match. And it's all during the playoffs. And they don't learn their lessons. It's like they did it versus Atlanta, they did it versus Philly. They'll, they'll win. They're like, all right, this series is over. It's 2-0. And then they just phone it in. And next thing you know, they have their backs against the wall. Uh-oh, we might get eliminated. We better go play. And they almost lost to Philly. It's in six. But like every time, you're like, all right, they're going to learn their lesson. You know? They know that they have to focus now to playoffs, and then they don't. They're like, ah, whatever. Playing with their food, as they say. They just beat the Sixers. Sixers finally fired Doc Rivers, but side note, after Joel Embiid endorsed. Joel Embiid is hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. He, after the game, after his horrendous performance, he throws the entire team under the bus, drives over them on his way to Cancun, realizes that might not have been the best look. So they asked him about Doc Rivers, and he supports. Oh, I love Doc. He was great. He's my coach. Oh, do you? Then he's fired. Fuck you, Embiid. I think he might have done it just to screw Doc over. First, I said his gift to them was playing so bad that it actually took a day for them to realize it was that Doc Rivers had to go. So now they did it, and they're like, all right, you got to go. And uh, so that's a good look. Embiid, your MVP regrettable MVP says, yeah, I love him. He, I give him full endorsement, full endorsement. Great. He's fired. Get out of here. So anyway, so now the Celtics who staved off elimination. That's a fun phrase. that people have said staved off elimination. There's some catchphrases that only you hear in sports talk. Winning in game six and crushing them game seven. So now the, the lines eight and two, ten and a half. You have a rested Miami team coming in here with five days rest. And the Celtics had three days off. Jimmy Butler has not been the same since he got hurt. I do fear 
a little bit of Jimmy Butler being hurt. But he's also straight up just he's just a gangster, dude. Like he's just nuts. He's an insane man. He's he he fits that level of sociopath. He's the kind of guy that would play with no socks on. There's a famous tweet. There one famous tweet where a guy says, Last time I played at that gym, a guy with no socks did a spin move and a McDouble fell out of his pocket. That's what I feel Jimmy Butler is. He's a guy who would play you one of the he has like a, a cheeseburger from McDonald's in his pocket from like a day ago or from earlier in the day that he was saving for later. He's great. Jimmy Butler is legit crazy. Yeah, you know, crazy. Like even crazy people don't fuck with. Like, oh, he's he's in his own world. Like on the train, like no one's sitting next to this guy because you could tell he's just he's just great. That's what Jimmy Butler is, but he's also amazing at basketball. Like, there's no reason why they should be winning games and series, but it's just because he's crazy and people don't want to get too close to him. So we got Miami plus eight. We're going to take that, do that bomb for game one. I think game one, game one is the one game you always come in and, uh, and the Celtics, the Celtics laying eight, they can either win by 30 or they'll lose this game. And if just mess around too much. And I think the Celt the Celtics need to lose in order to win. That's how they that's how they motivate themselves. They never learned their lesson. It's hilarious. So they're probably celebrating the Sixers win. Like, all right. Now we got it. Now comes the eight C. We're gonna give out Miami plus eight. Vomit. And two ten and a half. That's a uh Small number, I believe. I believe there's going to be a lot more scoring. I think this number is low from that last series, the way it went down. Um, and they've changed their line. That's a big thing. That's why everyone just assumes the Celtics are just going to run because they they had to tell their coach, Azula, the rookie coach, like, hey, we have this lineup that went to the championship last year that you don't do. We should try that. And then they won both games immediately. So they're like, oh, they're back. That's all they had to do. Really? That's all they had to do? I think it's a little. A little more than that. So we'll go over 210 and a half as well. That's two bombs. A lot of scoring should be happening. And this will be now the series is a mismatch on talent-wise. The series prices are out of hand. 555 is Boston and Miami's plus 435 as a dog. Miami plus a game and a half is plus 170. Over five. The half games is minus 140. Did I just burp on there? I might have. Usually there's a cough button in radio. I need a a burp button. Good Lord. All right. So this is a hefty price. When you look at it, you're like, this price is crazy. Right? For Miami team, it competes. And they might be getting Tyler Hero back game three. That's the big thing. with like Tyler. But here's the reason why I like Miami in the series. Not to win outright, but I'm going to take him... Well, I will take them in six, 10 to one, just because that's a fun price to pay. If they do win, and they are, and Jimmy Butler's crazy enough to win this series because he's a crazy man. And he likes it. Nobody wants to see them there. But they have the biggest coaching mismatch in all of the playoffs left of Eric Splestra versus Missoula. Missoula so far has been getting by. Last, last series, he was just lucky enough to go against Doc Rivers, the biggest con man in NBA. It's so funny when people talk about Doc Rivers. Every 
like reporter, and he this is what this is what Doug Rivers is a genius. He's such a he's a fun guy. He's a great guy, and he's friends with all the media. So why would the media report? They don't. The media never calls for his job because like oh, I love I love Doc. Took me to dinner. He's one of the best. Great guy. Horrible coach, but great guy. So. Spencer will have a coaching advantage. Miami will have a huge coaching advantage all series. So let's give out Miami plus Miami and six plus ten to one, but Miami plus a game and a half plus one seventy. Let's take that nope. again. Again, hit the wrong button. That's what happens in New York's demand box. Um, but let's skip. Let's skip through that. Uh, it's not even a really fun, interesting series. And the Celtics. I know the Celtics are this storied franchise and. People just want the Celtics and the Lakers in the finals. I, I don't. But uh, the Heat are just, I don't know. What, no one knows what the Heat are. They're the Florida Panthers. We'll get to that. Of the NBA. But we'll take a Miami first game. Next game is Denver Lakers. That's the more exciting series. Uh, that is tomorrow. Yeah, because it's every other game. No rest for the weary. Finally, the NBA is going to make Anthony Davis and LeBron not give them a week and a half off like they did in the first round in between games. Uh, so last night's game was great. Denver looked like they were going to blow them out. Then the Lakers came back. We we hit Denver minus five and a half, luckily, because it went off at six and a half. Closing line value, we just snuck it in there. Thanks to a Jokic made free throw or a missed free throw. Depends on what number you had. Over, we crushed. Let's talk about this series and this game. First of all, I said it before, and it was even worse than I thought. The way they talk, the way Denver gets, here's the thing with Denver. They get no respect. They love blaming the altitude at home. ESPN doubled down on the last night. They're like, oh, the Lakers have been eating carbs and pastas and bread for the altitude and hydrating themselves in machine. They're not playing on the fucking moon. My God, I get it. The air is definitely different. And it hits you when you're drinking alcohol a lot. I learned that quickly. My first time I ever went to Colorado. The bars, there was like water coolers at every bar. Like, what's on, what's with all the water coolers? Like, oh, you got to drink water with every drink. Like, yeah, whatever. You don't drink like me. And I realized, no, yeah, you do. <laughs> like after six beers, you were fucking high. Like, what is going on? And altitude is something. Anyway, um, so they talked about that, the carbs and everything, like they're loading, like they're just loaded up. These are professional athletes. They're fine. And uh, they almost came back and won the game. It was, a it was a great game. But now that second day with altitude, they say, is uh, when you're supposed to accum accumulate. But I don't see them. See, Anthony Davis got 40 points. And they all, everyone did great. Everyone scored well. I don't see if they're going to bounce back. Like I think that was the game the Lakers had to get. They're not going to play offensively like that again. Here's the thing, though, with Denver fans. And I'm getting this narrative coming out now. Denver fans, Denver in general, has an inferiority complex. They love whining about how the Nuggets get no respect, and they don't. But for, re for good reason. We don't. You're not that cool, Denver. Denver thinks they're cooler than they are. That's their problem. Colorado in general thinks they're fucking the coolest. This country. You're assholes. You're real. You're jerks. 
You drive through Colorado, and it's a beautiful state with all the mountains. And you go through Wyoming, you go, you can say, oh, Wyoming right next to Colorado. Oh, I see what you guys did, Colorado. You took everything that's great. Like, this is ours, and you can have the rest. This flatlands and lawlessness. You can do that. Like, Colorado just, yeah, you can just tell they have this, that they have an air about them, if you will. They love talking about how Jokic has no respect. Oh, my God. Do they love leaning in because Embiid is a bad game? Yeah, he's shaming the MVP. He has no respect. If he played in New York, they'd have a statue of He won two MVPs. What do you want? Yeah, if he played in New York, he'd be a bigger star because he'd be in New York. And New York's more fun. And we like New York better. New York's, more, New York's a better city than you. What do you want to say, Denver? It's not our fault you're Denver. Your whole mountain time zone is just weird. All right, you you want to be you want to get down to it, Denver? We don't <laughs> we don't respect your time zone. We don't think it's real. We don't know what goes on over there. You're in the mountains. In, in the seventies, you made us uh, put your stupid time zone on sitcoms and and the Love Boat. You know what time it aired? Who gives a shit when it airs in the mountain time zone? What's going on out there? Swinger parties and who knows? I think Denver is a very 70s city. There was an article. They almost they almost hosted the Olympics. I think it was 76. I read some article about it. It was pretty, pretty amazing. How they tried to con their way into hosting the Olympics, and they almost got it. And then they then they the, the IOC found out that they were lying about all their stadiums that they could build and like, yeah, no, we just we didn't think you were actually gonna pick us. So uh, what do we do now? Well, what we do now is uh, we pick another city. Oh, all right. Well, we gave it a shot. We lied. You're liars, Denver. That's what I'm trying to say. I will give the Denver fans this. ESPN does not help your cause. Because ESPN, that's, that's what they're basing this off of. It's not the actual fan base. People who watch it know Jokic is great. And they know the Nuggets are great. But... ESPN, they don't care about that shit. They just care. I mean, they're huge. They just care about huge TV shows. You have Mike Greenberg. That's how Mike Greenberg introduced the game yesterday. Old Greeny, which also, ES, I hate how ESPN has the Lakers Nuggets here. I wish they had the other one. I wish I had Miami uh, Boston because I can ignore that one. But we can't ignore this fucking Denver Lakers series. I wish TNT had it. So Greenberg opens up and he goes, the world is going to be introduced to Nikola, to Jokic tonight. What? The world's going to be introduced to him. He's a two-time MVP. Yeah, but you guys haven't watched until now, I bet, right? Who are you talking to, Greenberg? Who's just tuning into this? Well, because it's the Lakers and LeBron. Amazing. Insano says most famous person from Colorado, John Benet Ramsey. There's the thing. Yeah, I know. It's just what I'm saying. Weird shit happens there in Colorado. They have weird money. No one knows where they got it from. They don't build anything over up there. It's all fucking lot, lot of lot of swinging. A lot of just second homes and just who knows what's going on over there. John Denver, Rocky Mountain. He's not from Denver. He's like from fucking 
uh, Burbank or something like in a studio. He's not from Denver. Rocky Mountain High is a lie. He's not even from West Virginia. I'm going to upset about, uh, <laughs> now I'm going to upset about John Denver, but yeah, all Colorado's a fraud is what I'm trying to say. Except for your Nuggets. They're a great team. So don't worry about that. So let's give out minus five and a half. Bomb that. They're going to go up 2-0. I already gave out the Nuggets in five in the series. I think they'll, I think, I think that, I think a lot of people are like loving the Lakers because of, because of their comeback and they figured them out. Uh, I don't think so. I think it's going to get worse for the Lakers, at least in this game. I think they're going to get old. You put a lot of effort in that, and the air will be a factor. And Denver's going to go up 2-0. Well. No, I'm not saying the Lakers can't come back once it goes to L.A., but I think, uh, I, think, I think it's a pretty short number for Denver at home. Now, the total shot up to 226 because it's going to be hard to keep it under. Now, the Lakers are not going to shoot like that again, and Denver might not shoot like that again. So I don't like the total of a bouncing up five. And I'm, but, I, but I'm not rushing to play the under, so let's just stick with that. All right. And with that, With that, let me tell you about Shady Rays. They're teaming up with SGPN for Shady May. Not only do you get an amazing 50% off, but you also have a chance to win $500. They got you covered from sun to slopes, from L.A. to Denver, as I like to say. They have durable frames, extremely clear options for outdoor adventures. I have a pair of Shady Rays. I'll put, I'll put them on here. I got, uh, I'm actually rocking them right now. These are my um, De Niro and Casino. Look, what was his name? Uh, his ace Roth, my ace Rothsteins. Shady Rays, if you lose or break a pair, they'll, re they'll replace them. No questions asked. My favorite thing about them. Uh, if you don't love them, exchange them for a new pair free within 30 days. If you just don't even like them. So I guess you can just break them. Well, they'll give you your same pair. That's why you don't want to do that. And for our international listeners, Shady Rays has you covered as well with shipping to Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and the United Kingdom. So go to ShadyRays.com, use code SGPN for 50% off, two pairs of polarized sunglasses. Then take your receipt. Why did I pronounce it like that? Receipt to SportsGamblingPodcast.com backslash Shady for your chance to win the $500 Shady May Contest. Um, now I'll write that time thing down. 30, 37 on my, on my clock. Um, and thank everyone who's watching on YouTube, including the great Insano with his great comments. Uh, make sure you smash the subscribe button and like this video on YouTube. Don't just sit there with it. You got to do something fun with it. And, uh, that's it. That's it. That's it for the reads. I'm all done with the reads. I don't have to do them anymore. Can you believe it? That's great for me. All right. Now we are into the show as I show my Ace Rothstein Shady Rays. That John Benet Ramsey, that is a weird case. That, that's a case that won't die. That was one of the early ones. That was one of the ones where, like, John Benet Ramsey, a famous one, of course, where the little girl died. And, uh, but she was a uh, in the beauty pageants as a kid. So everyone accused the parents. I'm like, you fucking sicko. 
you killed your daughter because you wanted to have sex with her. That's why you put and I mean, beauty pageants. And it turned out they didn't. There's still a lot of shady stuff that went on. But, but then we're like, eh, we don't care. It's still, we still don't like the beauty pageant stuff. It's still gross. We don't like the way you treat your dead daughter. You treat her like a kid with the makeup. And that's and that was the whole world. That was before it was acceptable to do that. Now it's now we're such a fucking ridiculous country that we don't blink twice. We have TV shows showing these parents putting makeup on their five-year-olds and slutting them up. Anyway, <laughs> welcome back to the bottom line, Bobs. So those were the NBA bombs. Just to recap, that is Miami plus eight over two ten and a half. Denver minus five and a half. Those are the three NBA bombs um, we gave out for the show, which are ten and two in the last shows. Now let's get now let's get to the ice. Let me hit let me hit something for that. Hold on. I just did the show in the main f- with the boys. And they did, what do they do? They did the sword for the ice. That's kind of a good, uh, yeah, that's a good, that's a good um, hockey sound for it. And then my ice dog system. So I can do that. Happy birthday. <laughs> wow. That's fun. And then cash register. Jesus, they have a lot of fun sound books. One more um, my ice dog systems through the hockey playoffs, if you've been paying attention, are 10 and 2, plus over 10 units. That's where we played the underdog game one. And if they win, great, plus money. You're winning. And if they lose, you come back, you play them again. And a plus money, you're going to get a profit. Uh, then I went 10 and 2. And the only, those two losses, coincidentally, was Carolina. They're the only team that went 2 and 0 at home, both rounds. That's the crux of it. In hockey, it's going to go 1-1. The pucks are bouncing around. Every line's a puck em. Uh, But the system does not play for the, the as we get to the Final Four here. And we are in the Final Four teams. We have Florida, Carolina, which is tonight. And Friday, we have, uh, no, tomorrow night. I'm sorry. Thursday night is Florida, Carolina. Friday night is Dallas, Vegas. It's tonight if you're listening on Thursday, which most of you are on the podcast. Um, very tight series, both of them. Carolina is a 130 favorite. Florida is plus 115. Uh, Vegas is what? Same thing. Minus uh, 145 for the series. Dallas is plus 120. So pretty tight. Both around. Uh, anyone can win it. Carolina is the favorite to win the cup, but not by much. They're like plus two something, plus 225. I'm wearing, if you're watching on YouTube, I'm watching the old, I'm wearing my old Hartford Whale Tail shirt. The Whale Tail. They became the Carolina Hurricanes. Another great move for hockey. The great raid of the 90s when all any, any fun hockey city, Hartford, Minnesota, Winnipeg, Quebec, whatever, they all went to horrible places like Phoenix and Carolina and Dallas, and now they're all representing here. <laughs> not horrible places, but like it's just not your hockey place. Although that's kind of overrated too. They like saying, ah, oh, there's no Canadian teams. These Canadian players are everywhere. And Canadian teams don't even have all Canadian players. And none of them grew up playing on a pond. So I want to hear like, oh, how would they know what hockey is in Florida? How do they know where hockey is anywhere? They go inside and play it. That's how hockey's. These guys go to a fucking boarding school at age like 12 now. No one's playing on a pond. 
outside learning how to fucking become a professional hockey player that way. But it's the fans. It's not the players. It's the fans. That's what upsets people. Because a lot of them don't know hockey. But we're American. We don't know hockey. I went off about it last year, how the drought of last year, last show. When Edmonton lost and Toronto losing, the drought continues. 30 years without a Canadian team winning a cup. And that's a, that's a drought I actually think is real. Because that's not a city. That's a country. And a country that cares about the sport where we don't. We don't even know what's going on. But we'll play it, I guess. Hey, hockey's fun. So the fan bases, they'll go nuts for it. It's great. You know, there's no real emotional attachment to it. Like Carolina fans, Dallas fans, Florida fans, Vegas fans. It's the most fun ride. It's a summer ride to play NHL playoffs. You get into it. And then as soon as they lose, you wipe your hands clean. Like, Ugh, all right, I'm done with that. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. So let's get into these series. Florida, Carolina. Um, I have notes on this. Can you believe that? Actual notes. It's that's, uh, not all comedy bits. Because I did the main show with the boys, Sean and Ryan, on the uh, on the main feed, and I was breaking it down. So these games, let's go over the schedule real quick. So it's this is also every other game. They don't take three, four days off. This is hockey. Like I said, they're like an indie band. You got to get in the van and show up. Playing Carolina, playing Charlotte. All right, now we're going down to Florida tomorrow by ten. Right from the airport to the arena. We don't even check in at a hotel. We'll check in later. No time for that. So that's Thursday, Saturday, Monday, Wednesday. They're all at 8 o'clock, all on TNT. It's weird seeing hockey on TNT. Um, uh, this is going to be a fun series. It's going to go long. I think it's going seven. As far as the series goes, I'm giving out Florida plus a game and a half at minus 165. I'll do that for a buck. And uh, because I don't know who's going to win the series. Carolina is a better team, but they're not that much of a better team. But they are playing well. And they took my whale tail. And there is money. Charlotte's also got weird money, too. North Carolina's got, it's like the jewel. They're, they're, like, the, they're like a new Atlanta, where they're, they're the jewel of the South. No one knows what where they South gets their money. They have old money. It just seems like it's old plantation money. They have NASCAR and they do business, but there's no real business. What the fuck goes on down there? They don't build anything. Whatever. Point is, they took the Hartford Whalers away from, from the mall and they brought them down to Charlotte and they're good. But we are going to also play. I have a big game one, not a big game one play. We're not going to do the dog system with this one because even though it fits in with the numbers and doesn't go to the final four, Carolina been tough at home, but we are going to go over five and a half game one bomb that. Uh, Carolina's going to get their guy Tuevo Teravinian, I think that's his name. a thing with yeah, it's another tough thing with hockey and American fans. We don't, we can't pronounce any of the fucking names. Why do I curse like this? So it makes it tough. You can't, they don't go into chance. You can't, you can't heckle a lot of the, I mean, the you do the two syllable heckle, but if you tear a into wave, oh, he's been out since a month. He'll be back. He'll add a little offense to it. Carolina was supposed to lose a lot of offense and they been scoring anyway. And both goalies, the reason why I like the over is both goalies played out of their minds last series. 
but they're both backup goalies that got thrown in there because of other ones playing bad. Sergey Bobrovsky for Florida, he's been great, but he also can be horrible. He's a head case. Frederick Anderson for Carolina, that, both of them. I believe they're going to regress. That's, and hockey's all about regressing and puck chances. All their their puckometrics, everything's puck. They have fun things like high danger chance conversions of the advanced hockey numbers. <laughs> like what? Yeah, danger chances. There's they used to have. They, it started off with shots, shots on goal, then hits, and then odd man rushes. And now there's like danger chances, odd man high danger chances if they convert them. When they start, like what are you talking about? You know, and the blood's high. Chad G, welcome to the uh, chat room. He says, let's talk and go. Um, but even their saber metric, the puck metrics of hockey, the terms are just ridiculous, but they're hilarious. <laughs> so high danger conversion. So we're going to go over five and a half. We already gave that out. Um, it'll be a long series. I think so. Anyway. Two weird towns. Florida Panthers. Carolina Hurricanes. Two, two fun town. The other series, Vegas. Now Vegas, Dallas. Now we're getting somewhere. They play Friday. This one I like. I like Dallas a lot. So let me give out that bomb real quick. Dallas plus 115 game one. And if they lose that, well, they might be in trouble. But I think this, this is how I think it's going to play out. Game one is in Vegas Friday night. Eight o'clock Friday night. Dallas arrives. You know, when you first get to Vegas, touchdown to Vegas, you come in hot. You think you're going to pace yourself, but you don't. And you're feeling good. Right to the bar, the center bar. You meet there. You get some drinks. You play a little. You play. You spin a number when you first walk in. See how our weekend's going to be. Hey, you lose. You don't care. You bounce right off. Maybe you win. Playing blackjack. You're getting drinks. You think you have club plans. And you go out and you feel hot and everything. Everything works out the first night you get to Vegas. And it's the, the worst thing that could happen to you. Because when you win early, is you're going to lose the rest of the way. You want to lose early because then that humbles you and, you and it puts you in the right frame of mind. When you come in, you win early, you think that's how it's going to be. And it's not. I'll put your thing on the board, Chad G. Let's fucking go. It's right, buddy. Um and so Dallas comes in Friday night. We're going to take that plus 115. Great dog. Um, their goalie, the Otter. You, you see, your goalie needs to have a good nickname. They got the Otter. And uh, he should come back to normal. He had a bad series last last week. And then uh, Vegas, their goalie, Aiden Hill, I believe it was, he played out of his mind. He's got to come back down. And they're not playing Edmonton anymore. Edmonton was real fun, but their goalie Skinner was horrible. It's gonna be a lot. It's gonna be a lot tougher for them. Um, so Vegas, Dallas is gonna come in, and Vegas is gonna be nice, warm recipients at home. Come on in. Here's our arena. Here's our women. Here's our drugs. Have at it, Dallas. And Dallas is gonna win game one. They're gonna feel good about themselves. And then the next day rolls around. You're okay. Saturday, you're all right. All right, let's power through it. You start drinking your way through it. Things start, things start getting away from you. You start making some bad decisions. You're splitting kings at a blackjack table. You don't know what's, you know, trying to chase. And then finally, Sunday happens. And Sunday is a nightmare. 
and game two Sunday <laughs> is at noon. That's what you're having a hockey game noon on Sunday in Vegas with the noise. You ever see these pregames? These Vegas teams do, dude. They do a real Vegas show. They do like fucking Cirque du Soleil. They got thunder from down under. They got these house lights. They got DJ Steve Aoki there and like mirrors. It looks like that scene from Conan, uh, Conan, the Schwarzenegger Conan. When he has that weird, he has to fight that weird monster in that House of Mirrors. I think so many movies have replicated that the House of Mirrors. You have to choose which one it is, and you, know, you see the feet come from below or something. I don't know how he figures it out. Uh, but yeah, they have that hallway of just mirrors and there's house music playing, and you see these road teams are just hung over. Like, dear God, when do we get to Dallas? Then they miss their flight, so Vegas will tie it up. Game two. I want to give out that bomb already. Game two, Vegas noon. And that's an if bet. You can parlay these two. Why not? And then who knows if they even fly back to Dallas. They might just have to miss their flight and drive hangover style. Have a van meet them on the road and give them their uniforms like they're tux wedding tuxes. They get, get changed as they go to the arena because it just gets away from them. <laughs> so that'll be a fun series. Dallas and Vegas. Um, all the Dallas games are on boring days, like Tuesday, Thursday. Let me see the schedule. Where is the schedule for that? I had it written down here somewhere. Here it is. Yeah, Friday, 8.30. Not even 8 o'clock, 8.30. So Dallas is going to feast on that one. Then Sunday at noon in Vegas. That's when Vegas ties it up. Then Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, blah, blah, blah. Um, series bets I'll give out there, too. I like uh, I like Dallas in the series, plus 120. Because they're not going to want to go back to Vegas. So Dallas and six plus 475. Let's bomb that. And Dallas series plus 120. So that's the recap. That's Dallas game one, Vegas game two. Florida, Carolina over five and a half game one. Florida plus a game and a half a series, Dallas series. NBA, we already did those. Denver minus five and a half. Miami plus eight tonight. Andy over two, ten and a half tonight. That's a lot of bombs. But like I said, we're 10 and two the last two shows with the bomb. So you can fade if you want, but it's been hurting you. Fala, fala and holla. Ja Rule style. If you know, if you saw my last man in the box promo video that I did, speaking of which, let me get into the box here. Yes, I did a thing on Ja Morant, and uh, I said that Ja Rule has got to be happy about it because now he's the only now he's the second worst Ja out there. You know, after Firefest, he took a hit. Well, then I realized that he's still the number one worst Ja, just from that line of "Every thug needs a lady." Yep, so that's my Ja Rule impression that I do. On my man in the box. Check check out my man in the box videos on my YouTube page that you're subscribed to right now. The bottom line bomb. Subscribe to it. Or just follow me on Twitter at CJ Sullivan underscore. Or Instagram at CJ Sullivan was taken. Yes, those are three words. CJ Sullivan was taken. Or four words, I guess. Not like uh, Liam Neeson style, meaning like you type in CJ Sullivan as your handle and say, oh, that was taken. That was my joke. Um, but go to my YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, whatever, 
and you'll see the Man in a Box promo videos I do for the show. And they're uh, a lot of fun. People, a lot of people like saying to me, I love those things. I don't, I don't listen to your other show. I don't listen to your show, but I like the minute thing. Can you just do that? Yeah, I can just do that. It's, that's not how you get paid, but anyway. Point is, subscribe, get five-star reviews, follow me on all the handles. Also, follow my show, uh, The Blackout Diaries. It's another podcast I do with Sean Flannery, hilarious comic and drinker. It's all drinking stories and storytelling and fun things about that. You can find that wherever pods are told, Blackout Diaries. But also, more importantly, follow the man in a box, me. Let me play that. I love it. Other sports, we have Preakness and uh, PGA. I'll give out a... Bonus bomb PGA. I like Rory at 14 to 1. I'll give him out. I won't do a PGA bra uh, breakdown because I want to do some man in a box real quick and then I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to keep this under an hour. I do like Rory McElroy at PGA at 14 to 1. He's getting a good price at him. He used to be like very low because he's faded a little bit, but now he's back on his. Wife's hometown. You gotta play, you gotta play well in a wife's hometown. You know, makes you feel comfortable. That's what you gotta. That's what you gotta perform. He he famously, he was engaged to a tennis player, and then uh, he broke up with her. He called off the wedding, and then he <laughs> then he started winning tournaments, and her career went to hell. And everyone's like, oh, then she's heartbroken. She's a woman, and he's free as a man, free bird." Ah, uh, it's just so so very sexist, especially when it comes to golf. Golf is the only sport where they, the, the eighty percent of the analysis is what's going on in your head. Like, well, he's going through a divorce. So, um, oh, he had a kid. Maybe he's happy now. Everything's like, what's happy? How's how it's how's he dealing with the wife? That's all golf analysis. So now he's back home, the wife's hometown. He's going to have to do something there. Roy McIlroy, fourteen one, bonus bomb. Anyway, back to the man in the box. Um, thank you everyone, by the way, for joining the show here on the live too. I don't have much to talk about. I, I drive, I've been driving, obviously I drive a lot. I don't want, it's very hacked to talk about driving in LA. I, the show's here, the studio's here in Los Angeles, but it's true how bad people are driving in Los Angeles. And there's a reason for it. One, people in LA are idiots and they're very into themselves. They're just self-absorbed. They don't think of other people, and they're very dumb. They're nice people, but sometimes they're not as well. But the real reason there's so many bad drivers in L.A. is because everybody drives here. Other cities, big cities at least, you don't have to drive. Like New York, Chicago, things like that, you, there's public transportation. You can go around without driving. Matter of fact, it's better to do that. But in Los Angeles, you have to drive it. Everything's so spread out. It's like a suburb with a concept. So that means people who have never driven in their whole lives are driving here. So just by sheer numbers, there's going to be bad drivers. The percentages are, see, the bad drivers are rooted out in those other cities. And it's survival of the fittest. You go down Lower Wacker in Chicago, where men are made. My friend Anthony Tartali has once said, you know, when they shot that Batman scene. With Heath Ledger, uh, you know, and they spit you right out into the city. It's fucking men are made. I mean, you got to fucking you got you learn learn by the fire from the pan to the fryer, whatever the fuck it is. But in L.A., people just cruise around. 
I got lost the other night. First of all, coming here, I thought for when I first moved here, I thought cars were cheaper to buy out here because they didn't come with turn signals. Because nobody signal, nobody uses their turn signal out here. I mean, for basic switching over lanes, but that's just LA. They don't think of others. They just think of themselves. Okay, I'm coming over, and they come over. They they move over lanes like they're falling into a bed. Like ah, poop. This come. This whim's gonna wing on over. It's amazing. Some people put their turn signal on after they make the turn. I love these fucking people. What are you doing? Are you celebrating the turn? Are you like spiking a spiking a touchdown? Spiking the football? Hey, look at me! I just want everyone pay attention to that turn I made. Yeah, no, you're supposed to signal that you're turning. It's not signal that I accomplished something. I did it. I went from three lanes over to the right and caused a four-car pileup so I can make my exit. Yay! Look at my signal. No, you signal, then you turn. You don't turn, then signal. That upset me. I went to a guy's place. Uh... Got lost, not lost. I went to the wrong address. It was uh, something like 45 whatever Tracy Street, but I went to Tracy Road because everything's GPS. From your calendar, Tracy Road, yes. Yeah, put it in there. You don't think you don't think twice about it because everything's in your phone now. They just tell you. This is in your calendar. Trust me. This is where you're going. Then as I'm driving, next thing I'm downtown. Like, this doesn't seem right. In some big building, not a person's house. And, uh, I'm like, hey, what's your address? It's Tracy Street. Well, what the f- That should be illegal. You, you can't have two street names of the same street name and call one drive and one road. We have enough names. We have enough words in the language. Where, <laughs> the language. <laughs> in the language. Uh, we have enough words. Come up with another word. I'm Tracy Street. Well, so am I. I'm Tracy Road. No, you're not. You're not Tracy Road. There already is a Tracy Street. But we're road. I don't care. Road and street mean the same goddamn thing. Think of another word or a name. Think of anything. Call it anything. I don't care. Anything drive. Anything but Tracy Street. Call it that. But you don't keep the same word. How is this allowed is what I'm trying to say. Time are we looking at? I was getting, I was getting very upset. I got, I got really worked up there about turn signals and street names. That's a classic, classic man in the box right there. Andy Rooney smiling down. He's my godfather, Andy Rooney. Um, all right, I should wrap this up. What's the other thing I can talk about? Well, I was going to talk about <laughs> remembering passwords. <laughs> A debit card on. I lost. I got my debit card got hacked. I told you that that before. So you have to get a new one sent. It's just annoying. What's annoying is all your auto payment accounts need to be reset with the new information. And they come out. They love emailing you. Hey, they're like a friend who needs money. They only contact you if they need money. Hey, 
Hey, Hulu here. We just noticed something uh, something went wrong with last week's payment. Is everything okay? Or you all right over there? Uh, you know, anytime you have a chance, just update, just update your payment so we can keep charging you for trash. Hey, uh, Washington Post here. Remember that trial you signed up for, and then you don't know how to cancel it because you have to call them on the phone. I had to call. I had to call Adobe. The headquarters of Adobe the other day to get off this free trial premium before they started charging me like twenty bucks a month. They oh they'll sign you up auto they'll auto sign you they'll auto pay you you can do everything auto no problem don't even think twice about it. But you want to cancel you got you got to call. And who knows who you're talking to? Then they greet you. Yeah, I'm fine. Dropbox. Okay, I've had a little problem. I had a new card. You weren't the first on my mind, okay? Dropbox premium. I'll get to you. Very annoying. I got to remember passwords. I got a new computer, too. You got an updated computer, and I got to remember passwords. And it's not that you, yes, we forget our passwords that we set from years ago, but it's not even that. I have to remember the, gr- the grammatical, like, gymnastics every different site makes us go through. Like, I keep basically some of the same password, but I go, no, but this one you have to have a lowercase number and a, an emoji, a what? Yes, and then underline it, and then a capitalize and lowercase. Just scan my eyeballs. Tell me, get in my brain. Tell me what to listen to and watch to, and let's get this over with. AI, take me away. Anyway, that's it for me, the man in the box. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Bottom Line Bombs. Like I said, five-star reviews, please. Subscribe, all that shit. (laughs) Or just share and spread it out there. I don't care. I love what we're doing here. Mondays and Wednesdays, live at noon Pacific. Um, If not, subscribe to the podcast. You get them to listen to them whenever you want. And uh, follow these bombs. We're doing great. We're getting great recently, or don't, because if it loses, I don't want you coming at me. All right, we'll see you.